So, retrospectors, what historical events are we ticking off on this week's run of Today in History? Well, Monday is the anniversary of the day Roger first publishes famous thesaurus. Then on Tuesday, we say happy birthday, Mr. Potato Head. On Wednesday, the extraordinary stories of the child soldiers who fought in the American Civil War. On Thursday, how King James changed the word of God. And on Friday, what did spam emails look like in 1978? We discuss this and more on Today in History with the retrospectors. Ten minutes every weekday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to For Formula One's sake, the Sebastian Vettel tyre strategy of F1 podcasts. But not quite as ridiculous. I'm naked right now. <laughs> Still not as ridiculous. Welcome to For Formula One's sake, now qualified to drive a medical car or get a vaccine or something. If you're in a medical car, sit next to a doctor all day, you'd think you probably want to get a vaccine, but no. Welcome to For Formula One's sake. This week, as a thanks to Honda, will be presented by three white liveried men. Loving your work. Classic Honda. No, fuck off. <laughs> I'm not Chica Ayers because she's ill. Get well soon, Chica. I am, in fact, Alex Goy, making my much-anticipated-ish return to the Chica chair and keen to drench you all in my Formula One knowledge is exactly what it says here. Today, from our regular internet haunts, we're going to talk about the Turkish Grand Prix, which promised much and delivered little. Can't win them all eight. Still, it kept the 2021 title fight interesting, so we'll talk about all the damp squibbiness on the track that never dried plus we'll hear how we pissed off the medical car driver how exciting that's all to come joining me is a motoring journalist who is dreaming of owning a car again it's phil tromans hello i have not had any cars in for a while basically i've been doing loads of work as a freelancer that hasn't involved driving cars or writing about them i've been doing boring production uploading stuff because i haven't had a car in of my own i'm thinking i might have to buy a car might have to buy a car so i'm thinking about five grand or less and i'm soliciting ideas from the listeners at the moment i'm thinking of a mid-90s volvo 940 estate what about Have a clio 182 yeah I've, well i had a one i've had a 182 for I three know. days I had the Clio 182 for three days, and it turned out to be an absolute lemon, so I returned it to the dealer that I bought it from, who gave me a refund. Then I got a 172 Cup, which was great, but I didn't drive it enough, so I sold it. And since and then, you I've... Need a car. Well, I've got a leased car, which is quite boring. I've just got a Skoda Octavia, and I've had various press cars in that yes, I drive, which is quite great. boring. What, what car are you going to get? Well, um, again, I'm thinking of a, a Volvo 9, uh, 940 Estate, but... I, that I'm, sounds boring. I'm a boring man. I'm a man in my 40s You're not with a, a child. Man. You're not but a man it's not in your 40s with a child. I mean, I mean yeah. to, 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 Terry, look at his background. There's a lot of box files there. 
there's a lot of box files, a lot of books about this Formula a, One and war. A, a Volvo estate is that screams a man who does his taxes. <laughs> well, it's not entirely boring because I was originally thinking about Volvo 960, but apparently the 940 is easier to modify for more power. So that's currently my thinking. But write in wrong at ff1s.com. Tell me what I should get. Five grand. Gonna, is this? Just, are you just trying to get the rest of the podcast off? Because all the listeners are falling asleep. <laughs> I get think, Phil, ca- r- rather than Capri, buy a Saab. I don't like Saabs. I've never understood nice the love for Saabs. Saab. No, but they're not very good, I don't think. I've never driven a Saab I liked. The first test car I ever had as a motoring journalist was a Saab 9.3. And I was like, eh. <sighs> What's okay. the most exciting car? If, if money was no object, but you had to have a car that could accommodate having a, a baby, what car would you get? Oh, bloody Nora. That is genuinely not a, a very good question. Uh, best car that I could accommodate so something with Isofix RS6 mm. something with what RS6 is a good shout or uh, Ferrari FF or the GTC Lusso whatever it's called something with what R- Isofix, Isofix. it's that? the uh, universal standard for fitting child seats it's like the mounting oh points oh my god uh, you were worried this was going to be dull but you've actually how hit on make, a really how exciting how did you make the fantasy car question boring <laughs> <laughs> it's what I do Terry it's wow, what, what I do any money in the world, I could buy any car. Oh, what's the what's the safety rating? And alongside him is a man who might have just been ripped off. It's Terry Saunders. Okay, so I just bought a guitar this hey. evening. Congratulations. I fancied playing a guitar. So I went on eBay Kleinerzeigen, mm. which is a thing here. It's basically... Small mm. eBay? Small eBay, tiny eBay, everything's... T- Actually, well, this is what's happened. Basically, eBay Kleinerzeigen is a small advert. It's like a classifier. So it's not an auction site. It's like Gumtree or something. It's very okay. popular here. So I find this guitar. It looks very nice. And I have to wait outside the, this guy's flat to get it. It feels a bit like a drug deal, but there's not even a car to get in. And if there was a car, I'd choose one with a safety seat. And um, <laughs> the guy brings the guitar down, and it's it's like an acoustic guitar, but it's not, it's not a full-size one. So... It, <laughs> In a way, it is eBay small adverts because I bought a small guitar. So the guy was like giving me this look, like, do you want it? And I was like, it's all in German. My German's not very good. So I'm like, I didn't know how to say no. Nine. Shit, it's nine. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I bought nine guitars. (laughs) And then he gave me a case for it. He chucks in free, but the case has got a broken zip. And then when he walked, when he left, he definitely smirked at me. That's why I spent the whole walk home going, what the fuck is wrong with it? And, you know, I think it's fine, but... Do you know that thing in life where you go, I, I mean, I'm actually quite happy with it. I've played it. It works. But I feel like the guy thinks he's ripped me off, which means I feel ripped off, even though I'm not sure if I have been ripped off. So that's my advice to anyone. If you're selling someone something, as they turn away, just smirk. It will ruin their day. <laughs> Alex, what yes. have you been up to in the, oh, I don't know, two years since you were last on the show? Uh, full pandemic. Full it? rundown, yeah, that, that's bit, So all of 2020 was just this sort of blob of nothing. Where, Phil, like you, I am freelance, so I basically tried to think of new Panicked. and inventive ways not to die uh, yeah. and to make sure that I could eat things and, and do stuff, which was, which was fun and in no way stressful. Otherwise, been larking about driving other people's cars and trying not to crash them. Well, it's good to have you back. Good to be here. Right, here's Listener's Corner, which, judging by the conditions, should be taken on intermediates, right? Not... If you're Sebastian Vettel, who looked at the rather wet track at Istanbul Park and thought, best bang some slicks on and sail to glory, it did not 
work. Marcus John Atkinson says, Vettel on slicks made my race day. And Tom Murray says, coming soon, Sebastian Vettel in no time for dries. Good pun. Yeah, it's a good, good pun. pun. Is I appreciate the, uh, that pun. Is that this week's Keith Russell Memorial Award, would you say, Terry? You're the arbiter of these things. Uh, Straight in there, it's pretty good. No time for dries. It's topical. It's quite amusing. Hadn't heard it before. It's accurate. I mean, it's fine. It didn't make me laugh, so no. Oh, no. Sorry, Tom. No, no. Uh, is that because right. you're still feeling mugged off with your guitar? <laughs> no, it just wasn't very funny. Wow. <laughs> Pulling no punches. But- Thanks, Tom, for trying. Um, try again next time. Maybe you'll um, do better. Yeah. And, uh, much like Sebastian Vettel, who, who you know, went for it. Let's be honest. Because it was, it was if you wet. think... About, I mean, it kind of makes sense, no time for dries. But Sebastian Vettel, he did put dries on, so there was time for dries. But but it wasn't the right time for it. That's the whole thing. It didn't work. Well, then it should say, not the right time for dries. It was, it was no time for dries. This is no time for dries. That's not what you'd say, though, is it? I mean, it is I if mean, you're a quite... 1930s businessman. There's no yeah, time I'm... for such frippery. Yeah, yeah. Except Maybe you said pretty, no time for such frippery. You'd say pretty fast you'd be wearing high-waisted trousers, right? Yeah. Ah, ah. Um, Fettel, what was, it, what, was the, what, was, what was happening here? Did anyone else, when he came in going, just shout at the TV, what are you doing? No, this is not going to work. It's clearly still wet. Look, we all know what happens in Formula 1. Somebody changes into slicks, and they go eight seconds a lap faster than everyone else. And... Vettel just obviously hadn't quite clocked that that's not just a given. <laughs> You've got to do it at the right time. <laughs> What's amazing is I think if you look, I think I was on Autosport earlier because I do my research, and there's a story which the headline is Aston Martin colon we had to trust Vettel on slick tire call. It's like Ooh. oh fucking hell, Are they throwing him in? under the bus yeah, exactly, <laughs> and then the bus just skids away from him because it's on slicks. He's <laughs> just like oh. I'm safe. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just intrigued mean, by the the idea of a new Aston Martin colon. I wonder how that would drive. I mean, I've heard worse names, but um, <laughs> to be honest, I think most people who own an Aston Martin probably do have stuffed up colons. So oh, wow. I've, wow, I've got some news for you, Terry. Do you own, do you own an Aston Martin? How's your, how's your colon uh, today? I mean, you not, did not you did say you had a Taco Bell, yeah. so you know. I think yeah, I don't think your colons want to argue, is it? <laughs> well, it's arguing, but yeah, <laughs> not with you. Um, it was entertaining, at least. As, as Marcus said, you were just like going, ha, that's not going to work. And sure enough, it didn't work. If it had worked, Fettel could have won that. But it was so far away from working. <laughs> that's, that if is doing a lot of work there. I mean, <laughs> Some heavy lifting going on. If I'd have made it to the track, I could have won. <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh, no, it was a good old. it was a good old giggle. Well done, Sebastian. He's like the comedy... The comedy entry now. He's sort of like the the granddad that comes in and does something hilarious. Who is miraculously unballed now. Well, I'm starting to wonder if that picture that we saw at the beginning of the year that I really thought was real was actually a Photoshop. Because if it was, it was a really good one. Well, because they, they keep having him in hats. And then occasionally mm. well, for, his, for his press picks, he's, in, he's, he's, he's not in a hat. But they're all, all the drivers are in hats. Are you saying they're all bold? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. I just want more people to do like me. Yeah. Antonio Giovinazzi is bold, but he's got a cap that's got like long hair stitched to the back. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's like Russ Abbott. (laughs) Good reference. 
for <laughs> once again for the youngsters. Well, we were all focusing on what the results would do to the championship battle between Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen. Someone else won the race. Valtteri Bottas, apparently. Who saw that coming? Ray Glennon says Bottas drove like a champ, but he then entirely neglected to say fuck you to those who may have been concerned. Unsporting that. Leon Taylor says, hey, hey, Bottas wasn't shit for once. He wasn't. This wasn't is he? Just... I mean... No. Yeah, I suppose he did all right. No, it's, he, it, well, I mean, he wasn't as good as Hamilton in qualifying. Uh, but he was second, which isn't always a given. And then he started on pole, dominated the race. Fine. Good job. Credit where it's due. Well done. Well done, Valtteri. Maybe you've done enough to keep your driver Mercedes. Oh, oh no, he hasn't. No. A bit late for that I mean, now. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't know we didn't get a classic Bottas, like, yeah, like Ray has said, a fuck you at the end. Because if you remember when he won that race last year, he did that whole kind of, I forget the exact circumstances, but he did the whole fuck you. But it was a race he'd been given, so he was just like, I can I can win a race when all of my rivals have gone out. Fuck you if you're not believing in me. Yeah, And there's a bit of that today. It's like... You know, it would have been quite apt for Bottas to be like, ah, I'm better than all of you because Hamilton got a 10-place penalty. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, classic classic number twoing. You know, he was there to pick up the pieces when when Hamilton wasn't there. And, you know, fair play to him. We've we've mocked him a lot on this show, but, you know, he drove pretty well. Yes, entirely deservedly. If he'd have only done a performance like this in the previous however many races, what was it 14 races, 15 races we've had so far? And this is the first race he's won in, in since Russia last year, which is more than a year ago. Bear in mind, wow. Mercedes still have the fastest car, arguably. So, you know. What a wanker. And this is shortly <laughs> after losing his job. Sorry. Yes. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, you're, not, you're not with us next year. Don't worry. It's, it's been great. Oh, God, you're quite good. Oh, no. Huge. Oh, huge buys remorse. I did see a clip of when they were on the podium and, and Bottas was spraying the champagne and it cut to the you know all the pit crew and stuff watching from below the gantry. And everyone was clapping apart from Toto Wolff, who was just sitting there. And then as soon as he realised there was a camera in his face, he started clapping. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. But wasn't it right? No, I saw this on Twitter. So they want to be right. But there's, you know, they do the team photo when they win a race. Yeah. When they get all the teams to sit there behind the pit board and everything. Toto and Lewis weren't there because they were rowing about. No, Lewis was. Shit. Lewis oh, was Lewis in it was there. Because I saw it and it was like, where's Lewis? And they was like, no, he's there in the red trousers on the left. He just wasn't in the okay. middle like he would normally be, but he was there. Ignore me. I was wrong. Wow. You see how easy it is to say that, people, on the internet? Yeah, well, it's, it, it, it's easy for on. you. It's easy for me. I'm always wrong. <laughs> this guitar's massive. Next. Amid all the intrigue we've just mentioned, though, the Turkish Grand Prix wasn't a great race. Tristan Clayton says, controversial opinion, Spa will no longer be recorded as the dullest race of 2021. Richard Stephenson says, when even a wet track has more grip than the Boston Strangler, file under one to forget. Russell Trigg says, overhyped and underdelivered. How can a wet race be so shit? They should have turned on the sprinklers. I, I've never heard of the Boston Strangler. Is this a famous thing? It's probably, if, it's probably was... good if you haven't heard of... of Sounds like an American Boston's... covers band. The Turkish Grand Prix. Mm, wasn't great. When you think, hey, look, it's Turkey, which was great last year because there was no grip. And this year it's raining. You'd think this is going to be brilliant, but it wasn't. And it, it somehow on a on a wet track that wouldn't dry, even though it didn't actually rain through the race. The magical, boring, never never dry track. It was one of those races where I thought it was more interesting than it was, but I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> so you if know, you didn't like, follow it closely, it was quite interesting. 
Yeah, well, it's just like, I was kind of half watching it thinking, I feel like this should be really good, but it's not. Maybe I'm just a bit tired or I'm a bit distracted. And then when I kind of concentrated, I was like, oh, no, it's not me. <laughs> I, I was constantly thinking that something interesting was about to happen and then it didn't really. Yes. Yeah. It was one of those. Like, it wasn't just like, oh, my God. It was more like, oh, this could be interesting. Hasn't been yet, but maybe it will be in a minute. And so then you were finished. basically edged by a Formula One race. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Unlike um what was that last race that was really good? Russia? Yeah, that was like, you know. Bukaki. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck it. Chica goes away for one week and we're doing porn jokes. Yeah. Jesus put, Christ. Putting put the car in Bukaki. Anyway, hmm. moving on. Uh, and in blatant corruption and favouritism news, Alan David wants to know why was a host of Missed Apex on the Radio 5 coverage when it's for F1's sake who have the inside connections? Why? So Tell us why. Very, it's a very good question. It's quite obvious why they got the gig and we didn't. It's not because of their stunning professionalism, huge fan base and lack of saying the word <laughs> frequently. <laughs> it's because I used to be on 5 Live Formula 1 coverage and got fired. <laughs> And people have got long memories. I had forgotten all about that. Do you want to tell yes. the story for all our for our dozens of new listeners? So it was back in about two thousand and seven, and David Croft was the host when Jack Nichols was still like a toddler or something. <laughs> and David Croft was the host, and I was doing comedy, and I was you know relatively famous, successful, whatever, whatever. You know, you 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 be the one to judge. You know, I'm the one being asked on the radio, and they wanted to do a little comedy bit. On the five live coverage. So I had like a minute to do a little funny kind of, basically like a bit of a state of F1, before the state of F1, about the race each week. So I'd do something funny, ha ha ha. And one week, I think it, it must have been 2007, Lewis Hamilton was very big. And there'd been a thing about the media making stories up about Lewis Hamilton. And he got pissed off about it. So I tried to do like a clever kind of Charlie Brooker-esque kind of takedown of the media kind of man. And so I said... I am now the media, Lewis, and I'm saying that I fucked your mum. <laughs> <laughs> to prove that it didn't happen, but it, I, I think it was cleverer than that, but I was also quite arrogant at the time. Anyway, they didn't use it that time, but they just stopped replying to my emails. <laughs> so I had a good gig there, wow. and they fired me. It's amazing that you saying that you, uh, that you had, had your way with Lewis Hamilton's mum wasn't considered suitable for Radio 5 Live. I mean, I did ask them to beep that bit, I said, can, can you beep the word fucked? I said, I've beeped your mum. Oh, that'd be enough. Anyway, I regret it. You know, who knows where we could have been. You know, this podcast could have been the Checkered Flag podcast. You could be, it could have been you and Jolien Palmer by now. And for the record, Lewis, I haven't. In other news, uh, those of you with a particularly nerdy eye on the paddock would have noticed that the medical car team has changed this week. That's because Dr. Ian Robertson and his driver, Alan van der Moer, are both off with COVID. As it turns out, Van der Meer hasn't been vaccinated and took to Twitter to declare that he wasn't going to be, even though this is now the second time he's had it and he shares a car with a fucking doctor. Thanks to his diagnosis and the fact that quite a lot of venues for the rest of the season require you to have been vaccinated before they let you in, neither man will be in the medical car for the rest of the year. What a moron. Well, this had Twitter ablaze, didn't it? And we got involved. Not directly, didn't at him or anything. We did a little, a little tweet that was just—it yeah. was talking about seatbelts. It wasn't talking about anything else. It wasn't one of our finest tweets, but uh, 
clearly it went viral. Wow, well, well, he got like forty-five likes, so as viral as that was, but um, so not as viral as COVID, no, which no, you can no. get vaccinated for. Well, we've been vaccinated vaccinated against viral tweets, so that's why they don't go that far. But um, <laughs> that would explain a lot, actually, because <laughs> I'm still getting over the the tweet last week. I didn't get any. There's, they're going to have difficulty. Yeah, I still can't believe that didn't get any. It's the ones tweet. you're most proud of that never go anywhere. But anyway, Eve, uh, Alan Van der Moer has blocked us. <laughs> Uh, yeah. which was I, th- I was like how do- I don't know how he found it really he must have been searching his name or something but uh, in fact I don't think I even mentioned his name in it but anyway he's blocked us maybe he followed us before he blocked us and we lost a few followers but it's fine yeah, but I've probably they- called him a <laughs> at some point in the past he's probably blocked us for ages yeah I mean if you lost fine. a few followers they, 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 they may have you know had Covid and now be unable to type Pro- or something so you're probably good, dead worry. yeah, yeah. Um, it's just a bit of a weird one I, I want to I want to slightly caveat all this by saying if he has a genuine medical reason why he can't be vaccinated, then that's fair enough. But from what he was saying, he doesn't. He just doesn't think, oh, what if it's not that? It's just typical anti-vaccine nonsense. So I have no time for him. And now he's not He's not in for the rest of the season. He's basically lost his job. So who's laughing now? Moving swiftly on. Who loves ranking? No, ranking. The FIA certainly does. And it's working on a new official system that will cover all motorsport, letting us know officially who the best driver is from 2023. The idea could see a world number one crowned at the end of each year and possibly some sort of season-ending tournament event, much like they have in tennis. What do we think? Uh, I mean, what a bunch of shit. It's one of these things where, like, in theory, fine, who's the best driver? Let's have that. Let's quantify it. But the trouble comes when you try and quantify it. How do you judge... A rally driver against a Formula One driver, against a sports car driver, against a rally cross driver. It's like they're different things. This is not going to work. It's quite simple. Whoever wins the Formula One World Championship is the best driver that year. I mean, that will probably be the way it ends. Because, but then if it doesn't, if like Hamilton romps to victory next year, and then you know the system says, oh, actually, it was the. the Indy Lights champion that statistically was the best driver in the world, everyone's just going to go, what the fuck is the point of this? Yeah, but it's like, you know, they used to do like the race of champions and it'd be like, yes. oh, oh, Nick DeFries has beaten Vettel or something. And you're like, yeah, well, but he hasn't, has he? Well, one, he of, one of Mist Apex gang beat Vettel that year. Brad Philpott beat Vettel in the race of champions. So theoretically, he's better than a four-time did he? world champion. He did. It's the first time I heard of him, actually. Before, Sorry, Brad, no offence. Before I, before I ever heard him on podcasts, I was like, who's this random guy who got into the race of champions and beat Vettel? Um, yeah, but, but this... to be honest, Vettel, Vettel was on slicks. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely the wrong tyres for, uh, for the situation. The, the, one thing, the idea of having a tournament at the end of the season, if it's got a bit more weight to it and we get sort of all the big dogs in, rather than the race of champions where they have like two dogs. or three... Dogs? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yes, dogs. All the drivers have to go on the back of dogs. <laughs> yes, like, that would be it's brilliant. Like it's crust because drivers, drivers are quite small. That's it. All the drivers are quite small in real life, so they've got to go on the back of an Alsatian, and then the Alsatian has to go on like a, one of those dog assault courses thing, like the slalom, an upper seesaw, the down a seesaw <laughs> yeah, through a little it, tunnel. It, yeah. In the little tunnel, wouldn't they have to like crouch down? Otherwise, they'd be sort of decapitated by uh, or, polyester. No, let's just make a giant dog assault course that you can fit like a. A mini through or something. Yeah. I mean, that's essentially like the X Games rally competition from a few years ago, which I'm not sure they have any. Don't care. 
Um, I quite like the idea of, of Race of Champions, but it's got a bit more clout to it, and they'll have some actual champions in there rather than just sort of Schumacher, Vettel, Jensen, Button, and Hiking over Linen, which is what it used to I be. I don't think Schumacher's up for it. <laughs> Mick Schumacher, maybe now. But... Uh, <laughs> Um, I mean, that would be good. If the, do you remember, Yeah, was it, oh, it must be 30-odd years ago, where they had the end-of-year Paris-Bercy karting, where basically the entire F1 grid had a karting event, an indoor karting event, and it was sort of Senna and Prost going around this indoor kart drone. It's brilliant. I think it's on YouTube. It's great. And if they had something like that every year, but like it's all the champions, that would be good. Wasn't I'd there a that. thing where... All the Formula One drivers did some charity thing in the eighties with using some crappy car like a Volvo Estate or something. And uh, um yes. and it was either Mansell or Senna was like a new driver and just blitzed the fucking lot of them. It was yeah, it, was, it, was. it must have been the early eighties because yeah, Senna Senna came in and like annihilated like, Senna, Louder it? Yeah. and Hunter. It was Mercedes as loan old Mercedes, I think. I can't remember the details. Oh the the one ninety E race at um yeah. the ring, wasn't it? It was, the, it, was the, it was either Nürburgring or Hockenheim or somewhere like that, but yes. So, yeah, one of those, except it counts for the world's number one driver, I'd watch that, and you have, like, the IndyCar champion and the WEC champion and the Formula One champion and the everything champion. How, Maybe not how, the Formula E champion, but, you know. How low, in inverted commas, uh, do you go series-wise? Because you could, like, you could all, end up All with, the way. The, yeah, so, like, all, like so, so, a, a Sunday rally champ. Yeah, I'd like to see the Chelmsford Motor Club Targa Rally Champion up against. I think go lower, go lower. Get some fifteen-year-old that's just logged onto the Xbox and who's, won a sprint race. Who's got, like a thing comes up going, "You're you're in the race of champions." It's like what? Yeah. <laughs> who's got the fastest time? At, who's got the fastest time around the track at Team Sport Karting Crawley? Get him in. <laughs> brilliant what do you think tell us how wrong we are you can tweet us at for f1 sake or find us on facebook where we're for f1 sake or email us at wrong at ff1s.com alternatively if you think we're right good on you buddy that's what these folks did rohan uh, lagging who says you make my lockdown runs in melbourne hilarious i'm sure i look crazy laughing while running around the place in wraparound sunnies and lycra thank you and thank you for that image rohan that is that is a hell of a name uh, we, uh, we've probably got it wrong. Rowan, Rohan, Larging, Laging, Laging, Laging. Let us know. Donate again and, and tell us. As somebody who rides a bike, I'm, I'm all down for wraparound sunnies and lycra, so no, it's, it's good. Look, wraparound sunnies are unforgivable. Alex Jarrett, who says, Phil's space references are getting more subtle. Oh, when was the last time I did a space reference? It must have been... Oh, hang on. Skip to the end. Hang on. Oh, shit. I've got a fucking Jaffa cake in my pocket. Hey! Thank you, Alex. I'll keep doing them if you keep giving us money. Joe Greenland, who we totally missed off the last episode. Sorry, Joe. Who says, since you love out-of-date T-shirt ideas, I propose one based on the movie poster for Promising Young Woman, but with Promising Young Driver and a picture of Alonso. Kerching. Like it. I've never heard of the movie Promising Young Woman, so I'm going to just Google it now. Oh, it's new. That's why I haven't heard of it. Well, we'll add that to the list of uh, designs that we haven't done. List of t-shirts I won't make. We genuinely have. Day, a, we genuinely have a list of t-shirt ideas that we've just never done anything about. Look, one day I'll find some time to design some t-shirts. Today is not that day. <laughs> but today thank you, uh, you have thank to you play Joe. a tiny guitar. <laughs> exactly. I've got more important things to do. Like. Being ripped off in the guitar sales. Now you've got a guitar. Can we? We should start doing some proper, some proper musical, musical bits. Because if there's one thing that everybody loves, it's musical comedy. 
themed around Formula One. Kyle Glover, who says, this is for Terry for telling me to fuck off last week. Got a great laugh out of it. He's not going to do it now, is he? Nope. <laughs> Never fucking tell me what to fucking do or heavily imply it, Kyle. <laughs> In fact, you can have your stinky money back this week. <laughs> Kyle, for legal reasons, you will not be getting your money back. And to our monthly donors, allowing us to stockpile petrol and booze. This week, we celebrate Chris Lee, Paul Hewings, Michael Perry, Donald Griffin, and Keith Russell. And if you enjoy what we do, whatever that is, tell us by going to ff1s.com forward slash pint, pint, pint. Before we do the teams, just have a quick break. I need a wee. I might get another beer. So no, um, that sounds good. I'll do the advert. Cool. This episode of For Everyone's Sake is supported by NordVPN. Now, I am no stranger to VPN technology because I've subscribed to a VPN service for years, travelling a lot in the days before I had a child, and living in a part of the world where quite a lot of websites weren't allowed meant it was a very useful tool to have. So I am a firm convert. The VPN service I already have was not NordVPN, but uh, they kindly let me have a go, and I decided to run some scientific tests around a speed test without a VPN, and I got a benchmark. Then I ran it with NordVPN. It was pretty much the same. And then I ran it with my current VPN, which I paid to subscribe to. It wasn't as fast. The point is, genuinely, even though they've paid us for this episode, I did do a test with NordVPN. It is quicker than the one I've got at the moment. <laughs> Terry, Terry, turn your mic off. Head to nordvpn.com forward slash ff1s or use the code ff1s to get 73% off your two-year oh, plan plus four bonus months for free. But be quick because this offer is for a limited time only. That's nordvpn.com slash ff1s. Teams! Ah! He saved every one of us. <laughs> Teams! <laughs> They'll save every one of us. Mer- Mercedes, Mercedes, Lewis Hamilton fifth, Valtteri Bottas first. Lewis Hamilton took an engine change penalty and started from 11th, but... Could he charge through the field to take the win? No, because of tyres. Meanwhile, Valtteri Bottas had his annual doing well race, getting de facto pole position and dominating throughout. Well done, Valtteri. Top number two driving. Back to mediocrity next race. Should Hamilton have tried to stay out on his intermediate tyres? For the record, before we go, I like the way you say Valtteri because it makes me root more for Valtteri because it sounds like you say my name. So it's Valtteri? Just, yeah. It's like a, it sounds, like a, like those like stickers you used to get on on the sunbars of Fords in Essex in the yeah, 80s. Yeah, I just yeah. Thought, if you keep saying oh, exactly. Oh, <laughs> Valtteri's doing well. Oh, Valtteri won a race somewhere subliminally. I'm thinking, oh, I won a race, which is making me like Bottas more. But this race, as we've discussed, he did very well. Should Hamilton have stayed out? Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Because I think if he'd have stayed out, he probably would have ended up in pretty much the same position he ended up anyway because his tyres would have gone off and everyone would Well, then him. that's fine. Then he should have stayed out because if he would have stayed out, it would have been more interesting. 
I mean, that's a valid point. I fucking could have gone even worse, and he could have gone out the points, which would also have been more interesting. I hate Mercedes fucking caution, where they're just like, "Oh, we're we're th- we've looked at the spreadsheet, and we think it might be a chance that you should come in." It's like, well, fuck it. What happened to bloody racing drivers making decisions and going out and blah blah blah? Oh, I don't know. Well, we did that happened that happened last time with Lando Norris, and he lost an easy win. Yeah, and that was exciting. Right. But maybe, you know, I don't think we can blame Mercedes for wanting to do the best job rather than just going, ah, fuck it, let's see what happens. I disagree vehemently. (laughs) If more Formula 1 teams had a fuck it, let's see what happens approach, Formula 1 would be much better. More chaotic, like in the old days. Like when Russ Abbott was king. Bibs. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It's what people are tuning in for. The nightly occurrence of the Bib alarm... This has been going back to medieval times when Black Rod walks up to the Houses of Parliament and knocks three times on bibs, the door bibs, with a dirty bib. Bibs. How many bibs do you go through? I don't want to do an advert for the bib company again, but I will. Bibardo, they're really good, even though they're I might quite go expensive. and have a wee. <laughs> Red Bull. Max Verstappen, second. Sergio Perez, third. Verstappen wanted to maximise his chance to retake the lead of the championship and did, but could he have done more? No, because Megabottas thwarted him. But he got second, and Sergio Perez finally did what he was supposed to do and came in third, despite his usual disappointing qualifying. Six races left. Who's going to win? I genuinely can't call it. I think it's all going to depend on upgrades. Are are that many people going to be upgrading? Surely they're all going to be going absolutely great guns on the new 2022 car, which... For casual fans means everything changes next year. Completely new rules, new casual fans. Like hang. anyone listening to this is a casual fan. Come on. Well, I mean, they're not in-depth fans if they listen to this, are they? So, oh, that's true. Yeah. No, <laughs> but I think if Mercedes do a good update, then they'll get this quicker car. He'll win the last six races. If Red Bull do a good update, you know, Histo- historically Red Bull have have come strong at the end of the season. Usually, it's too late and the horse has bolted. I think Verstappen's going to win. Really? He's going to be insufferable if he does. I know, and not only him, but all the fucking Dutch. Oh, and be... Christian Horner. Oh. Oh, Sp- Spunky Spice or whatever her name is. Which one was she? Scare- no, she wasn't scary. Which one was she? Ginger. Ginger. Thick as mint spice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all going to be. Adrian Newey will probably just. Well, maybe he'll fucking fine. retire. Wow. He's ruined Formula One for years, that bloke, <laughs> with his cars. With Without cars. him, Formula with One was a much cars. less professional place. Like every time one of his cars wins, it's miles ahead. If you take his car out of the equation, the rest of the it's like if you take Mercedes out of the last five years of the sport, it's been a really close fucking competition. But so yeah, I think they should just do a thing where the best team every year has to gets quit, disqual- gets disqualified. Yeah, like um. in the old days when McLaren got disqualified <laughs> for cheating. There should be more cheating. Oh, I'm sick of this bloody new age yeah. non Bernie. Everyone's playing by the rules. Let's have okay. let's have some some poor bloke in a news agent in bloody Surrey going, Can I photocopy three hundred pages of fucking Ferrari drawings? Oh, I'd forgotten about that. Oh, that's the, the fucking days. that's the what photo one should be like. It should be mega technology next to some idiot copying highly confidential information at a fucking news agent. There needs to be, maybe there should be more spying. Because, you know, we've got Aston Martin, James Bond. Yeah. You've been in a James Bond movie. It's True. all coming together. Aston Martin barely mentions that they're in a Bond movie as well. They, well yeah, they don't 
they don't never mention they haven't it mentioned that. it at all. <clears throat> it's weird it's not been yeah. in every single blooming advert and every single segment of sky f1 coverage no um, time to buy advertising oh. space <laughs> very good uh, but yeah there should be more there should be like extra points if you manage to nick uh intellectual property Anyway, normally that uh, means prison, but this in, in Formula One, more ah, points. Nobody goes to prison in Formula One. Um, Perez did all right, didn't he? No, he did what he was supposed to do, and he was only on the podium because Hamilton wasn't. Yeah, but he did keep Hamilton at bay. If, if there was anyone who could have not had a, if he'd have put money on to not have a pit stop in this race, it would have been Perez, surely, old Captain Tyres himself. But when he when he kept Hamilton behind, that was a good bit of racing. No, that was a good. There were, in fairness, it was a boring race, but there were a couple of good bits. There was Sonoda <coughs> doing his annual bit of good driving, and there was Perez having that good old battle with with Hamilton, which actually, yeah, was really good. Yeah. But again, why doesn't he do it for the rest of the season? McLaren, Lando Norris, 7th, Daniel Ricciardo, 13th. Freshman won 2 and then a nearly win last time out. McLaren faded back to the midfield again. Lando Norris meandered home in 7th while race winner Daniel Ricciardo proved his success was a complete fluke. And actually, he can't drive at all. He had a rubbish qualifying, changed some bits on his car, started last, climbed up to 11th and then got overtaken by both the Alphas and finished 13th. Norris keeps getting talked about as a future world champion, but then so do plenty of other drivers on the grid. Who's actually going to make it? Hmm. I'm trying to think of all the drivers who've been tipped as a future world champion. Verstappen, Leclerc, Verstappen, Norris, Russell, Norris, Russell, Albon, (laughs) who's back in next year, but uh, (laughs) um, there can only be a certain number of world champions, and I don't think that and Lewis Hamilton is, is 10 of them to yes. be honest what's going to happen is Max Verstappen's going to win the next eight so it doesn't fucking matter does it it's looking like it might be that way I mean we won't, we're not going to know until like the fourth race of next season and then we should be pretty clear on who's going to win the next seven eight years because that's generally how it's worked in the last few years isn't it yeah. one team gets the upper edge they win all the time they change the rules somebody else gets it repeat ad nauseum so it basically comes down to when they next change the uh, various regulations after 2022. Uh, but Ooh. McLaren were nowhere. I, it's something to do with engineering and corners. Long apex corners apparently don't suit the McLaren. Is that another podcast? <laughs> yeah, they fucking... McLaren hates that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> McLaren refuses to listen to it. Won't even pay yeah. the time of day. Doesn't no. acknowledge it actually blocks it can you block a podcast i don't think you can can you i mean you can just not subscribe to it you can train not as aggressive as away from away you don't get things you don't get a message when you try to listen to it like when i tried to look at Vandermeer's tweets and said you've been blocked although can i just say for the record odds podcast spotify if you're listening stop trying to push podcasts at me you fucking dick actually spotify last week didn't put our episode up for some reason well fuck them we had several messages from people going, oh, subscribe to you on Spotify and your latest episode isn't up there. Well, don't um, subscribe on Spotify. No. Use a podcast player, not a music player. Come on. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> or, you know, just torrenters or something. I don't know. LimeWire. <laughs> LimeWire. Ah, yes. How to give your university laptop uh, digital aids. Yeah, find, find, us on, find us on LimeWire. Boot up Winamp. Get yourself a nice <laughs> skin on it. Get, get it on. And then play, play a couple of games of, of Counter-Strike while you're doing it. Why not? 
Or, and no, then you can connect your computers up and we can play Age of Empires. There we go. <laughs> let's, all, let's all bring our laptops, have a group L- listening party. Look, yeah, it'd be brilliant. It'd be the best Land party for the win. Yeah. Anyway, Ferrari. Charles Clerk, fourth. Carlos Saints, eighth. Ferrari had a pretty bloody good weekend in Turkey. Obviously, they didn't win or get on the podium. Don't be silly. But Leclerc led for a while and came in fourth. Carlos Saints with a new powertrain that saw him start 19th climbed up to 8th despite clobbering Vettel on the way and having a shit pit stop but which Ferrari driver was better? Leclerc mm, what because he was because fourth. he was 4th and because Sainz was 8th yeah. but Sainz started right at the back yeah but that's because he qualified badly oh no he had a new um, he had a new well he didn't well, that's because he fucked he his engine because he fucked his engine it's his own fault I mean that's neat is that, is that what we're saying those people who have new engines are doing so because they've been too rough on it. Is that yeah. is that our position? Yes, it's, a, it's their own fault. Okay, that's a bold new avenue of attack, but I think I like it. Look, so Hamilton is the the champion of his own demise this okay, week. Okay, so last week I brought some air tags from Apple, which are things that you can put on your keys and stuff. So if you lose things, you know, is that because it it's the guitar. only thing from Apple that you don't already have? Pretty much. So. <laughs> I was talking to a friend about it. I've got one in my bag, I've got one in my suitcase, one of my keys, that kind of thing. And then my friend asked me, when did you last lose your keys, your bag or your suitcase? And I went, never, I never lose anything. <laughs> she was like, why have you bought these things in case you lose stuff, if you never lose stuff? And I was like, yeah. So that's what I'm thinking, that the drivers, the drivers who look after their cars will do better. Okay. Formula One should be about longevity, not speed. Okay. This doesn't strike me as a recipe for the most entertaining races. So you're saying that slow and steady wins the race? Hair in a tortoise, Phil. Hair in a tortoise. Yeah. Again, fine for a fairy tale. Not necessarily great for a world championship. Where the entire that? premise of it is being literally fast, the fastest. Yeah. Imagine, imagine if Vettel had won on slicks. That's what yeah. it would have been like. It would have been amazing. But as it was... He rested for too long, and the slow, steady Bottas <laughs> came through to win the race. <laughs> so the moral well, of the story... There's a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something about breadcrumbs. Anyway, um, I think... Uh, well, I think... Uh, I think science did a better job. There we go. Done. Fuck you. Aston Martin! Lance Stroll, ninth. Sebastian Vettel... 18th. We've already talked about Vettel's comedy's tyre strategy, but while he was just pissing about with stupid ideas, Lance Stroll had a reasonable drive. I mean, I'd say it's reasonable. He started a place higher than he finished, but it wasn't a bad result in a car that Vettel couldn't get to grips with. Pun intended. Have we got Stroll wrong? Is he actually decent, or has Vettel gone terrible? Vettel does seem to have gone terrible. I think we've been talking about this for a good season now. He's just not like the old the old Vettel who was winning races and good, basic. I think Ferrari just crushed his spirit when he was at Ferrari. Just <clears throat> he suddenly realised that what's the point of it all? He'd rather spend his time, you know, using his platform to preach for for you know green causes, which is great. He's even gone to a team that has a green livery, but he's not a very good driver anymore. He was never any good. He got lucky four times over by having a car that you had to accelerate when it was off the throttle blow the diffuser he was good at that that was all he was good at was accelerating when you aren't supposed to that was it that was how he won four championships okay 
that's a it's a good engineering thesis that I'd like it's to true. hear more about. No, it was true because they had the blown diffuser thing, right? Which meant that to get maximum downforce, you had to have more exhaust going over the diffuser. So when the car was slowing, they do something with the clutch or something. You know, you drive, I don't understand. But the engine would still, they, they'd rev the engine high but not drive the wheels so that more exhaust would come out, giving him more downforce. So he had to accelerate when he should be braking. That's how he won four championships. He accelerated. So he got his pedals mixed up and won four championships. Apparently Mark Webber was shit at it and he was good at it. That was it. Uh, well, he was a number two driver, as we all remember. That's my most technical I can be. No, that was good. Sort of like an anti-lag system, but not but with downforce. Don't know what that means. Okay, it's a rally thing. Is Stroll any good? No. Okay. Alpha Tori. Pierre Gasly, 6th. Yuki Tsunoda, 14th. Tsunoda earned his year's salary by holding Hamilton up for ages, and Gasly got squeezed into a penalty by Alonso. Was Tsunoda good at holding Hamilton up, or was Hamilton just too cautious? What do we think, team? Both. Yes, probably. A bit of both. Tsunoda... It did seem seem that Hamilton was very cautious with Perez and with Tsunoda, as if believing that the Red Bull teams were going to take him out. Well, with Sonoda, you can understand it because you you, sl- you get up alongside him, you're like, he's going to spin off any minute and I don't want to be anywhere near him when he does. True. Bearing in mind that I can't think of a race weekend where he's not spun off. I'm going to take your word that, for it. That was a long time ago. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, you know, yeah, he did. He probably did the job that was described to him. But yeah, I think Hamilton was being a little bit like, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Uh, although maybe if he had got past him quicker, he would have done better than, than fifth, but never mind. The Gasly penalty... I thought was really harsh. What did you think? Because he, yeah. he washed washed out. He had was it uh, Perez on his inside? Yeah, and who you obviously Alonso know, on, the, on, on, on the outside. Alonso on the outside. Here he, he was just, stuck in the middle with them. Yeah, exactly. And he had his ears cut off by the stewards. Mister Mister Brown Pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The famous character from Reservoir Dogs. Mr. Brown Pants. Oh, um, Alonso would be Mr. Black. He wouldn't. Alonso would. If I was Reservoir Dogs and it was all the drivers, I mean, that's a good standings idea. I'd call Alonso Mr. Pink. He'd hate it. <laughs> He'd just wear a pink Kimoa hat and milk it for all he was worth. Alpine! Fernando Alonso, 16th. Uh, Esteban Ocan, 10th. I can't drive on a single set of tyres for the whole race and finish 10th. Alonso got involved in all manner of incidents. How much further could Akan's tyres have lasted? I do like your pronunciation of Ocon. 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 I did have a stat lined up and then I forgot to look exactly... I forgot to look it up, so I don't have a stat lined up. But this is the, this is the first time that a driver has not made... a pit stop or done the whole race without changing his tires since a certain time <laughs> that I should have looked up and didn't. Wow. But if I had looked it up, that would have been a really good stat. Um, sure, let's go with that. Um, how much further? I mean, I don't know how long his tires would have lasted, really. They looked pretty knackered and he was 10th, but still quicker than Alonso, um, who shafted his own race by getting a penalty and getting spun off. So, in conclusion... I, I like the so fact much. he didn't stop. That's the ballsy kind of stuff I want. I want more stuff. Like if if there's a if there's a rule that if it's raining you don't have to do two compounds because you're on wet soil inches the whole time. Then by God, don't have a pit stop. 
that's what Formula One should be about. It should be if more if all the drivers didn't have a pit stop, Ocon might have been higher up. But because they all selfishly had a pit stop and did a faster strategy, he only finished tenth. Yeah, it's disgusting wankers. Boo. Fancy wanting to maximise your performance and win. Oh, fucking performance maximising wankers. I mean, why would you want to be good at your job? Oh, I hate Formula One. (laughs) It's the worst. Alfa Romeo. Kimi Raikkonen, 12th. Antonio Giovinazzi, 11th. Kimi Raikkonen hates Formula One now. He spent all weekend moaning about a water bottle and Antonio can't attend some sessions as he had to do his universal credit claim. Isn't, Isn't this an old one? No. Wasn't this several races ago? No, it was this race. He was moaning again about his drinks. Kimi Raikkonen. This feels uh, like deja vu. Is he just doing the same old... Well, now you've said it. Yeah, actually, he did. He was bitching about... He broke his water... Didn't he water... Broke his water bottle and his feet got wet or something? Five days ago, YouTube comment... YouTube video called Kimi Raikkonen having problems with his drink 2021 Turkish Grand Prix. He does not give no, a shit. You're right. I'm sorry, Alex. I interrupted you there, which is very rude of me. But I could have sworn that we had almost exactly this same thing about. Well, that uh, that that, that is that is the copy. So oh. that's I read all of it out and everything. Yeah, yeah no, you're right. Uh, no, he did, didn't he? He was uh, Kim, Kimmy and his bitching. And yeah, all the fans will go, "Oh, he's so funny, complaining about some pointless shite." Um, I mean, he's, he's checked out now, hasn't he? He's done. Oh yeah, he doesn't give a shit. Well, we were quite surprised that he. Well, Terry was quite surprised that he came back. I would imagine because we thought when he was off for two races with COVID that he probably wouldn't come back, but he did. And uh, the, I don't the think whole, he wanted to though. <clears throat> well, the whole drinks bottle thing was interesting because he was like, "My drinks bottle's leaking. My feet are wet." And they were like, "Oh, there should be a pump." He's like, "Yeah, I pulled the pump off." And it's like, "Well, that's <laughs> probably why it's leaking all over your feet, then, isn't it?" In the uh, wet be, race, he's complaining his feet are wet. Um, if you reach behind you, there's a towel. <laughs> <laughs> Press the sport uh, button. I, I just, he's, he doesn't give a shit anymore. Uh, Look, we've all had it. We've all we've all done that in the past, where we've resigned from a job. Uh, you know that 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 month or three when you're doing your notice, you just you've checked out. You don't give a shit. That's what he's doing. He's stealing paper clips. He's you know he's just going in. He's having long lunch breaks. He's downloading his emails and contacting yep. his lawyers. Doesn't give a fucking shit, mate. Uh, fun and games. Williams, George Russell, 15th. Nicholas Tifi, 17th. Back to normal. Williams are back where they belong, just ahead of Haas. So what's happened to their podium-capable performances? Sometimes you're in long apex corners, I'd wager. <laughs> it might be, because, yeah, you'd, you'd think, again, it's a bit soggy and it's a bit all over the place and loads of people have got penalties. This is George Russell's time to shine. Um, and he did get to Q2 again, but then didn't... He had a shit start again, didn't he? Didn't he have a terrible start and lose all the places he gained? He's not very good at starts, George Russell. Come back <laughs> all to finishes, him. mostly, to be well, um Bodes well for his new job. I'm, I'm going to go out there. I think George Russell is overrated, and I think he's going to get his butt handed to him next year by Hamilton. Haven't I See, been saying this for years? Yeah, but See, when I say he, it has more gravitas. He <laughs> said to me that he really liked you, Phil. So uh, I don't believe that for a second. So you've... You've ruined that relationship. Very, it was like, very. That you Phil Troman's guy. Yeah, very. He's have you actually met George Russell? Me. I have not met George Russell, no. Don't uh, make just... up stories about me for the one drivers because I got a semi then. <laughs> Did you? Well, tiny, tiny little Berlin you've, you've, just... you've met Formula One drivers, Terry. There was that time you uh, bumped into one of our favourite Formula One drivers at the BBC. 
Yep, I have handshaken Jodie and Palmer. I have <laughs> been in a cubicle next to Nigel Mansell, and I've met Heike Kovalainen. So, oh, I didn't know you yeah. met Heike Kovalainen. That's a good one. When was that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think Do you not want to go yeah. into any more detail? Was it on Grinder? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a thing I did once. I've never admitted Grindr this. Grinder On Grinder. I set up a profile on Grinder, but I used a picture of Daniel Kavir and got a lot of <laughs> a lot of messages. He's a sexy man. Yeah, not sexy enough to stop Verstappen stealing his woman, though. Never mind. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, uh, Williams are kind of nowhere really. An anonymous so you, weekend you, for them. You must have met and Formula One driver over the course. I of met work. a few, yeah, over me, over me, over the years. Who have I met? I've interviewed Vettel and Hamilton. I think it's Hamilton's first season, I think it was, or maybe a second one. Uh, oh, when I got fired. <laughs> oh, how our paths have converged. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Me on after, the way down, uh, you on the way up. <laughs> after you made jokes about violating his mother, yes. That's right. Um, Did you break the story? <laughs> Fisher Keller I've met. Uh, Raikkonen I briefly met, but he wasn't interested in the slightest. Uh, Was his finger wet? <laughs> and some old ones. Jochen Mass. I've sh- shook his hand. Got big meaty hands as Jock and Mass. Oh, anyway. Anyway, I digress. Should we talk about Haas? Yeah, Haas. Yeah. Mick Schumacher. Haas. Haas. Do- we do that. We do it. We do it every week. But maybe, maybe we should stop. What do you think? I don't know. Haas. Oh, just, yeah, we'll half ass it. Just like they've been doing. <laughs> well, indeed. Uh, Mick Schumacher, nineteenth. Nikita Mazepin, twentieth. If we have to, Alonso knocked Schumacher out of the way. Marzipan got in people's way all weekend, and we are done. Yeah, I have nothing more to say about them. Actually, Schumacher, was it this weekend he got into Q2? Or was it the weekend before? Mm, he did well. He did well. Then he didn't. Yeah. You know, then he's he definitely up, outdriving yeah. the car in the same way that Marzipan is. What's the opposite of outdriving? In driving the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's, 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 molesting. Being, he's being safe. He's sexually Very molesting safe. the car. He hasn't ruined any engines by driving, but he does crash them quite a lot, which doesn't yeah. help. All of which brings us to the standings with Terry Saunders. In first place, it's Max Verstappen with I'm out of my own man. In second place, it's Lewis Hamilton. Leave it alone, man. In third place, Bottas. That was my last win, man. Lando, where were you this weekend, Lan? Uh, Sergio, I beat Hamilton, mum. Uh, Carlos signed in sixth place. I was nowhere, cousin. Uh, Charles Leclerc came fourth. He's seventh in the championship with I've had sex with the whoa, man. Uh, Daniel Ricciardo, my shoes are dry, man. Pierre Gasly, I could have won, man. Fernando Alonso, I could have won too, man. Esteban Ocon, I'm never pitting again, mum. Uh, Sebastian Vettel, I think we're good for slicks, Bond. Uh, Lance Stroll, my, my money comes from my dad. Um... Sonoda, I'm here next year. I don't care about your city standings. Why am I at the back, Williams' mum, says George Russell. Who am I, says Nicholas TV in 16th. 17th place, Kimi Raikkonen with fucking drinks, man. And Antonio Giovinazzi in 18th with I get my hair from my mum. And the constructor standings. So I thought, with Vettel putting slicks on at the worst possible moment, what's the worst thing any of these teams have done in the rain? And... Let me tell you, I've just written this in the last two minutes. They're shit. Mercedes, the worst thing they've done in the rain is put Lederhosen on because they lost that race. Um, Red Bull, they jumped in the pool. McLaren, they copied Ferrari's car. Ferrari, that time they killed a guy. Alpine um, opened up the Kimura stock and just threw it all away. 
Alpha Terry, whatever helmet wants. Aston Martin put slicks on. Williams put um, Frank's wheelchair on slicks. That was a bad day. And Alfa Romeo, Antonio's hair got wet and he lost all his powers. <laughs> I do like the idea that, uh, that Giovinazzi is the Samson of the F1 world. And now for the man of the match of driving. Valtteri Bottas. And now it's time for the State of F1 with Terry Saunders. Okay, so Lewis Hamilton probably should have pitted, but he didn't want to, and I didn't want him to. And frankly, what's more important than what we both want? Yes, if he hadn't pitted, it might have been a disaster, which is why Mercedes did that little white lie of not entirely admitting that he was going to lose some places. But if he didn't pit then, at the very least, it would have been entertaining. And yet again, to protect their championship hopes, their reputation and share price, big Mercedes deprived us of a shit show. And I'm not happy. But don't worry, I have a solution. Radio filters. Like we get random radio messages on the broadcast, but not all of them. The team should only have some of their messages transmitted to the driver, and vice versa. That way, Lewis might never have got the message to come in. Or more importantly, employ a series of impressionists to impersonate the drivers and team personnel, and if the race is a little dull, they can do fake messages like, Ocon, we're not going to pit for the whole race. Or Vettel here, think we can try slicks. (laughs) Same sort of scam. Yeah. Oh, it's that's F1 for you. Scam, scammy, scam, scam. That is it from us. It's a goodbye to Phil Tromans. Goodbye. We haven't had time to talk about Nick Fry. Uh, remember him from uh, the BAR and Honda and Braun and some other things. He's, uh, he's coming back. He is back. He's the new chairman of McLaren's Applied Business Division, which is the bit that sells off all the F1 tech to like hospitals and stuff. Uh, does that mean that maybe he's going to be back in F1? Maybe. I don't know. I haven't read the article properly. But uh, I've sat on a plane with him, so that's good. Was he a good plane person? Did he fart yeah. in his sleep? No, not, not that I could tell. Shame. And to Terry Saunders. We haven't had time to also talk about the return of Andretti as a name in motorsport because they might be buying uh, Sauber. What's, what's Sauber these days? Alfa Romeo. Alfa, yes. I don't care. Alfa Romeo. And Martin Whitmarsh. Oh, is he back as well? He's the new. He's a new CEO of Aston Martin F1. Oh yeah, this oh, is like the old school guys are coming back. All the old Ken Tyrrell, Ken Tyrrell, and Colin Chapman. They'll dig him up. Ah, oh, hopefully oh. Senna's going to be back soon. Reanimate Bruno them. Senna. Everything will be wonderful. We. I'd well, like it if Bruno Senna founded a team called Senna, <laughs> and everyone's like, "Mate, you can't. You shouldn't do that." <laughs> How many people would lose their shit over that though? It's like, oh, Senna. It would be. Yeah, uh, yeah. It would be kind of awkward. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, we, well, these two and the lovely Chica, will be back in two weeks to discuss the American Grand Prix in Americana. Uh, in the meantime, check out uh, our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash for f one sake, and follow us on Twitter at for f one sake. Terry, where can people buy merch? We've changed our merch provider, and now you can only buy merch with Bitcoin. <laughs> what about one Dogecoin? One t-shirt is one Bitcoin. What's that now? Like a billion pounds or 20p? Or... Yeah. yeah. But Phil, uh, just shut up. Phil, if someone does this, we're quids in. Phil, Phil, in the space of that sentence, it was both of those values. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go to ff1s.com forward slash shop, 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 probably. I don't even know if it works anymore. 
I think I've got to pay a bill or something. I don't care. <laughs> on that, thank you so much for listening. Uh, these guys will see you in a fortnight. I've been Chica Ez. No, I've I've been Alex Goy. Shit, they, it's all scripted. I just read anything they put on the auto queue, including that and that and that. Anyway, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Podcast Network.